Uh, everybody, what is your character all about? Tell us a one-liner about who your character is, starting with Brian. We'll go counterclockwise. Jedediah Blackburn has been uh, riding the trails for some time and made a small name for himself as a bounty hunter who's uh, sometimes a little quick on the trigger. Levi. <clears throat> well, I think you'll find that I'm a great help in whatever endeavor you are after. In all things that you seek to accomplish, I am your friend. What did you look like, by the way? Do you have a picture for the thread? Yes. I kind of gave uh, Jared yeah, Leto. Jared Leto, or like this, like kind of those piercing, kind of super intense eyes, hunter and eyes, and uh, sort of gaunt. Sort of, yeah. yeah. He was very gaunt in the picture you sent. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I have it right <coughs> here. Yeah, there it is. Again. Yeah. And the picture I chose for a younger Jed. Um, was Toby Stevens from Black Sails. There he is. Yeah, that's a good Blood one. Blood and all. Yeah, pretty much, usually. Well, as soon as we roll the first d20 of the night, I'm sure. <laughs> Paul, tell us about Gideon. I'm Gideon, I'm an orphan. I have no family. <laughs> he just needs a hat. I, just, I couldn't find a good. I meant good a reaction. Hat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Temperance Allerdale is out to seek her fortune, though it's not in the way most people would expect. And uh, it would be wise not to cross her. <laughs> He fed me soup and bread, and I'm thankful. <laughs> I realize this before, but it totally gives you the album cover in the background behind the playlist. That's badass. <laughs> the best media player I've ever switched to. That's uh, another. That uh, is a soundtrack I have to listen to uh, more. It's actually DLC. Oh, really? It's come a long way since 2005. <laughs> long way, baby. Excuse me. All right. Let's. Uh, so let me try and set the, the stage here for you a little bit. I should go back to the previous tune for this. <clears throat> Thank you, Carnival. Mm-hmm. Eternal thanks to that one. The structures of Hope's Landing stand silhouetted by the rose-colored glow of the setting sun, their statues stretching eastward to the slopes of the Rocky Mountains and the snow-topped peaks overhead. A bustling town, it is built around the statue of Hope, its guardian angel of sorts, which calls to travelers on the road as much as any food or shelter does. It is said when the statue smiles, she has the power to grant a heavenly boon to those pious enough to receive the Lord's light. But woe to the traveler who makes their wishes known as the statue muse. Today, a serene expression draws pilgrims near, clutching their rosaries or placing coins at her feet. The spring thaw has brought new life to this place, as travelers moving west emerge from the treacherous mountain passes in search of the comforts that they've not felt in many weeks. A hot meal, a warm bed, and if they're lucky, someone to share it with. Jedediah, mm. where are you in Hope's Landing during this early sunset? Hope's Landing. Uh, I'm out early. I'm brushing my horse. All right. Getting ready for the day's ride. All right. You're riding out on sunset. Oh, I thought it was sunrise. Sunset. sunset. Uh, then I'm putting the putting the horse to the stable. I'm uh, getting, getting it bedded down for the night. Walking it back to the stable? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which makes more sense. Brushing the trail must <laughs> up at the end of the night. Putting the blanket over it. Tucking it in. Reading a bedtime story. And uh, something I did forget to pull up before we started this is uh, the two of you obviously now have a character history. You built the table. 
Levi, have you ever had any interaction with these people? No. no, no. He'd, be, he'd be coming. In, he'd be making a, an, an entrance to this place. Okay. Uh, if he didn't arrive earlier, uh, you, some of you may have taken note of uh, a man dressed in white, in sort of reinforced coat with plates. He looks. So, he looks like something. Both uh, perhaps a relic out of some sort of some strange faraway past, and the, with all, also the modern sensibilities of uh, today's frontier uh, garments. And uh, he cuts a dashing figure. He's a handsome fellow with lo- with long hair and intense eyes, and he always seems to maintain this air of impact of sort of content impassivity. And he is uh, though though at this point in the evening he is. Sir, he is making no secret about his about keeping his eyes on some of the more attractive-looking people here. Okay. Have you even worked with any of these people before? I've uh, worked with Temperance before. I, we're not rebooting, right? The, the last session happened. Uh, I am hand-waving the last session out of existence, but okay. I like the idea that you've met Temperance before. Certainly, you would have interacted with each other because... I hang around the saloon, and she works there. And Hope's Landing doesn't have a lot of permanent residents. You may recall that in the winter months, there's not a hell of a lot to do here because nobody's traveling through the Rockies, and really it's a, like a gateway welcome town for people yeah. coming across the mountain range. So, Given the nature of what she is, if I have any inkling of that, uh, he probably has her eye, his eye on her. Could be that, yeah. But it's, uh, but, oh, and he has, by the, he has uh, one of those hats with the, um, the fold. The pinned. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's sort of out at, out at a point. Hmm. I'm going to come back to you, because you're going to be the end of the sequence. What's Temperance up to at this point? Temperance is uh, standing out on the front porch or front doorway of the saloon, sort of leaned up against the, the wall, gently fanning herself, and uh, keeping an eye out for anyone coming into town. It's been a quiet winter, and she's ready to make some cash. Yeah. Okay, so when you say the saloon, you mean the Mary Graham, not yes. like a regular drinking establishment. Yeah. One more, detail. <laughs> One more detail I forgot. Um, on his, uh, on his, his, uh, the coat is kind of an op, kind of a bone white at this at this point from traveling. Uh, but on his dress shirt, there is a bolo tie, and it uh, depicts a winged serpent, coiled or coiled around a sword. Cool. Gideon, we need different music for you. <laughs> <laughs> sunset what have you been doing all day um so really what i do is i can't go in the saloon because it's adults and I'm, I'm i'm wise enough to know that i can't really play around in there so what i tend to do is i basically just hang out outside and if she ever leaves i'll just tag along and it'll depend on this it'll be situational okay sometimes i'm like hi oh, yeah whatever sometimes mm-hmm. I'm, but i'm wise enough to know when she's like actually doing work versus you know, just so are you like a town urchin at this point in your career? But I don't, I don't really hang out with anybody else. I don't hang out with any of the other kids. I don't really pester too many of the adults. I just sort of hope, hope she's nice enough to come outside and give me something to eat every now and then. In the winter is maybe, a good place. maybe maybe in the back. The winter like in this town is a good place for you because there's lots of abandoned buildings and nobody's operating anything, so lots of places to sleep. Obviously, with the springtime coming, I'm probably okay. I'm probably totally cool with like animals, so yeah. I have no problem like you know checking in the barn or something. Well, that's probably what's been happening more and more lately, because now that the spring thaw has occurred and the town is becoming active again, people are moving back in, and some of them are coming back to take over business establishments they previously held, and some of them are just squatting in businesses claiming to be the rightful owners without a heck of a lot of legal enforcement to determine who the actual owners are. Sometimes this gets a little rough and tough. 
And what's weird is, uh, so, sorry about dress, so I am dressed like, I would have been like a prim and proper kid, probably from an upper crust of some sorts, but now I've been like wearing the same clothes forever, so they just sort of, at one part I was probably totally well off, and now I'm just sort of like been wearing the same thing forever. Okay. So it's, uh... I was probably heading ahead on my way to the saloon at this point, okay. seeing as that's where people are. So I'll come back to the three of you momentarily. Gideon, right about 30 minutes before we start the session, you started to get like a weird feeling in your stomach, like somebody has noticed you specifically and appears to be looking for you specifically. You're just catching it out of the corner of your eye that it's like the same face you've seen a couple different places in town today, and it seems like someone is tailing you. You. Okay. How would Gideon respond to this? He would probably, if, if she's in the saloon, he would probably find an alternate way in and maybe try to hide inside the saloon somewhere to try to catch her eye. Okay. Which would hopefully be strange, you know, would appear to be strange because I never go in there. All right. That's sort of my goal. So, but now go ahead and uh, break the seal. Be the first one in the party to roll a, d- a d20. Uh, make a skill check to determine how successful you are in sneaking into this adults-only establishment. Uh, so I do have stealth, so. We're five minutes into the campaign and we got a little kid busting into a brothel. This is a great game. Welcome to the Wild West, baby. Uh, uh, 14. 14 is pretty good. You uh, you go towards the kitchen doors in the back. You're probably used to this because, you know, when the food is spoiled, they throw it out. And sometimes it's not so spoiled you can't get a couple of bites in on something that's, you know, some bread that isn't rotted on one side. And uh, when you get the door open, it creaks loudly. But there doesn't happen to be anybody in the kitchen looking in that direction, so nobody seems to take any notice of it. Okay. And you're able to slip into the kitchen. There are people milling about in here, a couple of cooks and a wait staff. There appears to be table service in here. Uh, they don't do this for very long during the day, a couple of hours, specifically at sunset when people come in for a meal. Um, currently, it looks like they're making a couple of big things of stew. And okay. we're now uh, in the kitchen area of this brothel. What's the plan? Um, see if I can sneak a peek out the window to see if any, see if I see whatever it is that's hollering me. So the kitchen door that you came through has a single window that's about five feet off the ground. It's one of those like kitchen door style. Uh, it's a little taller than you. You're only what, like four foot two? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sounds about right. Um, there are things you can stand on conceivably to look out the window. Do you want to do that? Um, ooh, not if I'm going to be like, I'll drag over that heavy yeah. apple crate. I ain't going to be doing that. You flip over a pot or something. You're pretty light. Yeah, if there's something I can do like that. Yeah, I you can grab it. like a scoop pot or something, but uh, it's going to be something you'll have to do without being noticed. So, um, let me do a sleight of hand this time? That seems appropriate. That's another 14. All right. Well, imagine that. Oh, that. these are all 10s! <laughs> I knew it! <coughs> all right, you go and grab a big soup pot flip it over in front of the door. Now at this point you're standing up there fanning yourself. Uh, Levi has probably come in at this point. Yes. Some of the, You notice some things too. He's carrying a collection of nets about his belt. Uh, he, he has a another relic is a, is a there's a shield on his back which is kind of a looks like a made from a very sturdy wood that doesn't look native to this region. So you see this walking into your establishment, and uh, you're probably just out front, right? You haven't come in yet. Take off no, the, I, I've take, been putting take off the hat. Stable, so. Give a smile. Give a winning smile to everybody. Making my way over, probably. Okay. All right. So you bring your soup pot over. Stand up on the soup pot. You're looking out the window. 
and there doesn't appear to be anybody in front of the kitchen door that has followed you through the back of the brothel. Okay. Um, I'm going to find a place to hide and keep my eye out to see if I see her walking around near me. Okay. So you're hiding in the kitchen then? Uh, I will hide somewhere, yeah, but I'll, I'll, hopefully out of the traffic path. Okay. Yeah, what you find is there's... Maybe a pantry uh, or something. Yeah, no pantry, but there's like a countertop that has a recess under it for trash. And you can sort of like Perfect. scoot the trash can out of the way and That's like get into the alcove. Yes. Um, Our hero lady, trash kid. <laughs> you can't see a lot of the room from where you are currently. You're sort of encapsulated inside. You have a very small range of vision. But I you think pretty... I can. I, I will probably try to hear her okay. more than spot her at this point. I'm um, familiar enough with her voice and everything. You hear footfalls enter the room. Two big, heavy footfalls. Probably not her. Okay. Uh, and you're not wearing your. You're not. <laughs> I wear combat boots when I'm, when I'm working. A hooker with Doc Martens up. <laughs> More of a step, 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 and then a jingle. Or maybe somebody Santa. with a key ring or a okay. chain or something. Or spurs. Or spurs. Uh, and you hear that, and there's sort of like the uh, the scraping sound of like moving your feet over a tiled floor when there's dirt or mud on your shoes. That sort okay. of sound. I do have a. Banging investigation check, by the way. Just uh, uh, you'll be investigating from down here, but proceeding is a thing you're probably doing. Which is less insult. I rolled another ten, so wow. twelve. That die is perception. fucking awesome. That die that one around. No, that die is middle. It's, of it's, all, it's totally <laughs> average. No, indeed, average. the intent is real good. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you, you continue to hear these footfalls, and it's very slow footsteps of somebody who is making a perimeter around the room. And periodically, you hear this jingling sound. Jingle, jingle. Uh, it could be spurs, it could be chains, it could be anything. Um, something metallic, certainly. Okay. Uh, but elevation-wise, it would fit in with like spurs. Okay. You're just going to stay in your little hidden spot? Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay in my hidden spot okay. for now. Okay. See if, see if he moseys out along. You, uh, eventually, you can hear the sound getting closer and closer to you. And from your hidden spot, you actually see booted feet walking past you in sort of a perimeter around the counter that you had hidden yourself under. Okay. And you hear uh, another sound that's sort of like wet snapping of the mouth, like uh, somebody chewing on tobacco. Ew. That sort of sound. So few animals. This is a kitchen. <laughs> Osho would be appalled. Uh, and you see him sort of like walking around. You can only see about from the belt down from your vantage point because the countertop is right over your head. Has he... Okay, so he's, he's basically... I can see feet now. Yeah, I can see booted feet late. and, like, brown trousers. He must be going to war. And, a belt. <laughs> and uh, he sort of turns. You can see the feet point in your location. There's, like, a pause. Like, and he's putting his hands on his hips. Oh, good lord. Like, you're just going to straight up murder my character like right now, right? <laughs> and then he shoots you now. <laughs> right in the kitchen. Like a bastard would. Yeah. <sighs> We're eating kid tonight. <laughs> so I was I was about to cast a minor illusion to make it look even trashier than what I'm hiding behind. But it's okay. probably a little too late. Does it have a verbal component? I can look it up for you. Uh, somatic and material. A bit of police or your spell. So no verbal it. component. Feels like I'm late though. Feels like he'll suddenly notice something happening underneath him. Yes, that's right. No, no vocal component to this one. I'm gonna prepare something else, but I'm not gonna do it. 
I'm going to keep hiding. Okay, you're not going to cast your spell? No. Okay. You, um, you do hear the sound of, like, one of the swinging doors, and uh, a couple more feet enter into the room, but you can't tell exactly where they are. There's sort of a commotion. And, uh, you hear a couple whispered words, you can give me another perception check to see if you can interpret any of the words. Try something some other than a ten. That's, That's something other than a ten. <laughs> That's a five, because my perception ten is not great. Yeah, there's some muttered words. You can see the booted feet in front of you sort of wheel back like somebody's taking cover underneath the bar. Oh, and trying okay. to get quiet like. The same guy? Seems like it, yeah. Hmm. You can see the beats the feet sort of move. Until they're no longer in your view, but you can hear like the scraping against the tile as somebody gets underneath the counter. This conversation, you can't quite hear what they're saying, but you hear some words, and then you hear footsteps leaving the room. Okay. The spur footsteps, or the Not other the spurs, footsteps? but certainly you hear the sound of feet, and that door swinging again. Okay. Okay. This is problematic. Keep going. Alright. Still no responses? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm hiding. Okay. I'm gonna continue to hide for now. Alright. Um, you hear that scraping sound again as the booted feet presumably stand. And you can hear clinky-clank as someone's, like, rifling through pots and pans. You can hear, uh, the sound of, like, opening up one of the, the soap basins. And then the trash can starts to move and you see a set of fingers on the outside of the trash can. Bugs. And I cast, I cast infestation on <laughs> He has crabs. No <laughs> it's, uh, it's a spell okay. out of a it's a spell out of Xanathar's. Okay, um, what does it do? Uh, con save. Uh, he crit. He crit failed? No, he crit oh. the good con. <laughs> the other con. <laughs> so a bunch of gnats and stuff still try to um, you know get in his face, but it, he obviously passes it. Yes. Um, and then I'm going to book out and start yelling. All right. Uh, so he pulls the trash can out. A swarm of bugs comes out of the trash. This is almost not surprising to him. He pulls the trash can, pulls back from the bugs, go flying by. You're a cloud of smoke trying to come back out, and he's going to reach out and grab you with an opportunity attack. Okay. And uh, he's going to attempt to grapple you. Okay. And he has a 16. That's going to hit me. This is a pretty good opening scene for a series, by the way. Yeah. So you try and book it, he kicks the trash can over, makes all this racket, and grabs you by the back of the collar. Scream bloody murder. You start screaming out loud. Ah! You hear a child screaming in the kitchen downstairs. I, I assume, know immediately who that is. I assume we all do, don't we? Oh yeah. Um, it certainly interrupts the sound in the other room. But he grabs onto your collar and he says, We're going back. Can I, uh... Okay. I was about to say, can I do an insight check? Yes. 23. Uh, yes, he intends to bring you back. Okay, so it's somebody... <laughs> now, is it somebody I recognize, or, or maybe not? Specific face, maybe not so much. You wouldn't know this individual by name, but you aren't really sure if you've seen their face before. It could okay. be or could not be. You're not sure. But when he grabs the back of your collar, you know, he, he sort of pulls you up, and it's, if you can imagine, sort of like the scene from Home Alone, where he picks you up by the collar and, like, puts you up against the wall. And at that moment you see uh, just like a shadow of a person by his side. And you see a gloved hand tap, tap, tap on the shoulder. And the guy's like, what, can't you? And then he immediately gets pistol whipped. What? Right over the bridge of the nose and just down. Nice. And behind him, 
stands a man who is probably about 60 years old. He's uh, got a little bit of stubble. Looks like he hasn't shaved in a couple of days. It's not totally out of control, but certainly clearly not the most well-kept. A little bit of balding on top uh, with sort of silver gray hair, wearing little brass rimmed spectacles. And you can be absolutely certain that he's wearing a pair of pistols on his hips. Nice. Uh, well, he's wearing one, actually, because the other one's still in his hand as he cracks this man over the nose, who goes tumbling down like a sack of potatoes. And so do you, because he was holding you up. Nice. I'll uh, kill you in a second. Oh, well, great. <laughs> Just <laughs> letting you know. He's, he, uh, he's he very quiet. Bl- he asked about blocking in uh, case. And uh, this man sort of gives you this, like, warm smile, like almost a grandfatherly look. And he says, uh, I don't think this one's going to be bothering you too much anymore. This time is when temperance comes out. Peeling into the room. Can I incite this guy? You can. That's a 24. Um, you get the feeling that this I bumped man, up my insight. That's how I'm going to use most of my shit. This yeah. man means you no harm, but you consider yourself sort of lucky in that respect because he definitely seems like an ass-kicker. Okay. Um, channeling the Home Alone thing I was referencing earlier. You know the guy with the shovel? Oh. So I based this guy totally on Doc Skurlock. Totally fine with me. So I would probably be doing something like not like like not hanging out in the brothel or the tavern. <laughs> I'd be like reading or writing poetry or something. Sit in the stables or whatever, somewhere I can be bothered. Or like in like the the uh, barber shop, you know, the dentists or something like that. Mm. Like okay. Talking, trying to talk uh, something intellectual. Philosophies. Yeah, yeah. philosophies. I'm try, trying to find other people in town that are that are not just like backwater hicks and rednecks. Well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Le- Levi might catch your eye then. Uh, Hope's Landing also is a good place for that because Hope's Landing is only really a town in operation uh, during the summer months when it's warm because no travelers are going through the Rockies in the winter. And it's a lot of people who are opportunists, so their morals are questionable, but they're very intelligent people who know how to make a buck. So you'll have people who will debate philosophy <laughs> or talk about the classics. They'll be educated. How much intelligence goes yeah, on in your yeah, trade? I mean, I'm I, asking I, honestly. I know how to make a buck. <laughs> That's my I'd philosophy. Say I have a little bit of ed- education myself. Um, I came from the East and uh, practiced a little bit of medicine here and there. and then Hence the nickname. Hence the nickname, Doc. Whether or not I'm actually a doctor is totally. Uh, In the Wild West, everyone's a doctor. Hi, Doctor Nick. Yeah. <laughs> what class? Fighter. Oh, hi hey, everybody! <laughs> Two fighters. It won't. This won't hurt a bit. I'm gonna jam this down your throat. Italy <laughs> today. Two fighters. <laughs> I can whack you in the head all day with this surgical two by four. So yes, at this point, Temperance wheels into this kitchen, and you see that there is a man who is dropped on the floor, with this well-dressed, bespectacled man standing over it, and Gideon cowering there. Um, this bespectacled man stands about six feet tall. He's got a slight hunch to him. You think he'd be stretched out? He'd probably be more like six foot two. He's a big guy, uh, and he is wearing a very well-tailored suit. Black spikes and pinstripes, a well-fitted jacket, uh, but he's got like a worn leather belt for two revolvers in his hips. And uh, he sort of turns to you and he tips his hat. And again, like I mentioned earlier, he's a little bit balding. He's graying in hair, um, sort of silvery gray hair. And he says, uh, "Beg your pardon, I didn't mean to make a mess of your kitchen. I merely was coming to this little one's aid." Uh, for flavor-wise. Uh... 
I imagine Temperance was sort of chatting up Levi, getting ready to, you know, close the deal, as it were. And then she just it, books it yeah, back into it, the kitchen, like, he's, he's, like, about to, like, settling out, pulling his hat, and then, like, She's just gone. <laughs> There's a puff of smoke. <laughs> uh, he'd be like, well, okay. <laughs> uh, do I know this gentleman in the kitchen? Uh, you can give me a history check. Oh, hey. You're no. that guy from that's, history. That's an 11. <laughs> yeah, you are, uh... <laughs> Socrates! <laughs> you do not recognize his... I'm Billy the Kid. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't seem familiar to you visually. Bob King is coming. But he, uh, <laughs> when he sees they are sort of eyeing him. Bob King is coming. <laughs> uh, when you see that he's sort of eyeing him, he says, oh, pardon me, coming. where are my manners? And he extends his hand to you and he says, uh, Celestino. Celestino Andres. He's a gnome. Uh, he's a Greek. He's a Greek gnome. He's a Greek gnome. Yeah. Uh, I extend oh, my yeah. hand into his, uh, but not for a handshake. I go for the uh, the very dainty lady like I expect you to kiss my hand sort of thing. Yeah, and he goes to be polite. Yeah, and I say I say, uh, well, Mr. Andreas, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. But may I ask, how did you end up in my kitchen here? Well, I've been tailing this one for some time. For you see that he's wanted up north, and I thought I might cash in. Wanted. I'm not one about nobody. This is some. This is this. This is some one of those white slaver dudes. He's up, little one. I'm talking about the one at your feet. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I stand by my white slaver comment, though. Yeah, that's who this is. This this guy's trying to. He kidnaps children. He does Terrible. actually kidnap children, and that is what he is wanted for. He's also been known to murder and steal. I sort of pick up the hem of my dress and take a step back from him, like he's a literal pile of shit that I don't want to step in. Uh, I said, uh, well, oh my, you cash in, you say? Well, that would be the plan, yes. What is the bounty? Well, and he sort of, like, adjusts his posture and puffs out his shirt a little bit and says, I may have a business proposition that concerns this one's bounty, and, well, the bounty could be yours. I do love a proposition, Mr. Andreas. So I have heard. Plus <laughs> Little eight-year-old eye roll. <laughs> I don't know if you actually. Like, what? I don't know if you actually said your name when that happened, but he knew your name. Uncomfortable. Yeah. My my, it seems my reputation precedes me. And if I have gauged my time right, Jedediah should be here in just about any moment. And this is probably the time you're walking in the front door. <laughs> door he, sort of, open. he cranes his neck over your shoulder and goes, Damn, I am good. <laughs> Mr. Andreas, you aren't just good, you are uncanny. Beans. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Temperance, if you are interested in a business offering, I propose that you go and retrieve that man and anyone else you feel is worth your time. Do you have a private chamber in this room that is not used for your regular line of business? Not. We're all quite filthy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, in that case, I know just the place. It concerns you too. Any sort of gestures and Gideon. I need, I, need a sh- I need a short chair. Can I show up like me? You just need to sit on the floor. <laughs> Pretty much. Is he in the room? Is he? Even- Jedi is in the main hall. They're in the kitchen still. Okay. I know nothing about what's going on. Literally nothing. Yeah, you use. Is that IRL or? Nope. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Hold on, let me roll for it. Then only 
doing for I'm gonna head in there. Damage on firearms. Pistols are D6. Rifles D10. So, Shotguns are complicated, but all. <laughs> Shotguns aren't as complicated because Brian made a template. Yes, I did. Uh, the first two squares are D12 plus Dex. Outside of that, it's a D6. For shot, you can also do slugs, which is just a. Just a uh, operates like a rifle. Yeah. So, well, I'm actually better off using a crossbow than a gun. Um, the crossbow has more limited range and is a bigger bitch to maintain. Uh, what kind of crossbow are you trying to use? I'm just saying, uh, 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 well, you, you said I could use the Winchester. Yep. Well, lever action. So what, what's the damage on that? D10. D10, okay. Um, uh, it's D10, and then obviously the reload feature is relevant for whatever the amount of cartridges is you can fit in Winchester. Six. Uh, six. Six plus one. So it'd be reload six, after six, six shots. Six plus one. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah. and the, the Colt 45 is D6? Yes. Yeah, I'll, just go, I'll just go ahead and... Because yeah. it's one-handed and locked. Uh, and, and just open so it if it's you're, unlocked. you're back in the kitchen? He, he invites himself into the kitchen? <clears throat> well, pardon the intrusion, he says. But I was getting mighty hungry, and I figured the kitchen was the best place to go. Also, the blood could have been screaming. Is everything all right in this? And so... He tips his hat to you. It appears you've already caught the culprits. And, sh- and shocks have brought my nets for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're quite alright, Mr. Williams, but Mr. Andreas here has, uh, well, I might not be in town for much longer. Levi, good to meet you. He, uh, he goes for a handshake and he gives you a firm handshake, full eye contact and everything. Once he gives you, like, the handshake, he takes a little step back, not like he's afraid of you, just like to get back to where he was standing between yep. you and Gideon. Sure. And he gives you a quick, like, eye once over. Like, it's fast, it's pretty subtle, but he's, like, clearly registering what you're carrying, how tough you look, that sort of thing. Yeah, he probably spots the hilt of the of a, of a scimitar that I'm carrying on my person as well. Because mine do have a very strange type of style. Well, where I come from, things are a bit strange. And what about you, little one? Have you worked? No. Well, that's one Well. And I Mr. slink back closer towards her. Miss <laughs> Temperance, I'll be back in the bar, and I will, if you don't mind, I will be paying the price for one of your finest jugs of your finest whiskey, and having the finest time. Okay. Oh, Mr. Williams, if you keep talking like that, you can have all the jugs you like. <laughs> 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 he pointedly files at that. <laughs> the Wild West, everyone! Andreas tries to stifle a groan. <laughs> well, I believe we're on the same page, Miss. <laughs> I will see you out there, and perhaps elsewhere. The, um, and, and, and Levi the, uh, just does a quick bow and takes his leave. He, um, he waits for you to leave. Yeah. Turns to you and he says, I'll be right back. And he walks out into the main hall, where he finds Jedediah. Mm. You uh, you sit down, and uh, are you sitting at a table or like at the bar? Table. Table. Sit down at the bar, uh, at the table rather, and the table next to you has like a couple of guys playing cards or whatever. And one of them turns over and he goes, "Oh, Jedediah Blackburn." Well, gentlemen, and he scoops up all his money. I'm mm-hmm. taking my chips. It would seem that my luck has run out. <laughs> and he just gets up and leaves. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I tip my hat. Catch you later, partner. <laughs> The guys at the table are laughing. They look down. They realize he took most of the money. And they're like, "Oh!" They're throwing their cards in the table. <laughs> Son of a bitch! 
and uh, a man comes out of the kitchen. It's a man that you recognize, this man wearing this fine black suit and mm. striped hat. And he comes out and pushes his spectacles up the bridge of his nose a little bit, and he says, Mr. Blackburn! Mm. Mr. Andreas brings you out to these parts. Well, that's something you might be interested in. He's uh, laying face down in the kitchen right now. You better not be the one that's supposed to be bringing in my beans. Uh, well, if he is, you're going to be waiting for a good long time, I'm afraid. And I am a terrible cook. <laughs> it's a payday, then. Uh, it represents a payday, but, uh, I have a, well, a proposition for you. I, I, I know I've contracted you before, and you've done great work. But what I have need of is more than just a single man to do more than just one man's job. Ooh. I like where this is going. <laughs> I can do multiple men. <laughs> and give them all jobs. <laughs> Different kinds of jobs. <laughs> well, what's required? He, uh, he gestures to this strange-looking man in the white coat. I uh, leave uh, come back out and uh, lay a couple gold on the, on the uh, kind of where she keeps. You imagine she keeps her her her, her, um, her church cash drawer and whatnot. <laughs> And he'll just grab a jug of whiskey and start just right out of it. Mm. You keep interesting company. Well, he's not my company, but I mean to make him yours. Charmed, I'm sure. <laughs> Almost as a comedic aside, like that Levi just looks at you, not hearing what happened or anything, just just looks at you, gives you a smile with his, you know, his, his handsome, somewhat feminine face. Partner. I know you've worked for me in the past. I would hope you have learned to trust me on matters of this type. That one right there, that's money you want on your back. Well, I trust you to pay out when the money's good, so I'll take your word on the company. Well, if the money's good, I can assure you. But, a peace offering first. Let's, uh, let's take a tour back to the kitchen. Um, the minute, the minute he leaves, this, this NPC leaves our yep. site, I am starting to rifle through this guy's pockets. Yeah, absolutely. I turn, and then if you question me, I will say, he's not here by any sort of accident. He is here on purpose. And you hear my manner of speaking like become like perhaps as an educated kid and not just, just like some that. slob. So that may, have, that may have thrown you a bit off. Yeah. Uh, but I just start going through the fucking pockets. You're looking at stuff. I'm right. just, I just want to see specifically like identification type shit. But, you know, money's good. Yeah, he doesn't carry, like, an ID, but he has uh, some cash in his pockets. Uh, we'll call it the equivalent of, like, eight gold. It's, like, traveling expenses. Okay. I'll figure out what gold, if I'm going to do dollars or gold, I haven't figured that part out yet. We'll okay. about that later. Um, he has uh, a, a regular old revolver in his, uh, you know, his draw band. Uh, if you wanted to take it, you could, for sure. He's got uh, a little crate of extra ammunition strapped to his belt. Uh, it's another 12 rounds of the gun. Okay. Um, he's not carrying a heck of a lot of anything else. Uh, he's wearing uh, a single cross around his neck. Um, okay. It's something you would recognize, but maybe the other locals not necessarily so. Okay. In a different style. So okay, so that would be something I would probably. Everything else, I'm like, yeah, cash, gun, you know. <laughs> I just handed you everything, but the minute I see cash that, I guns. just I take that and keep it. Well, Where's guns and money? Temperance is even like watching you. She's like getting like you a plate of food, right? But just keeps like reaching down and like (laughs) takes the gold and puts it in her pocket. Gun. Um, Killian has a suggestion, and I like it quite a lot. Uh, What was it? Dollars, dimes, and pennies. Dollars, dimes, and pennies instead of gold, silver, copper. Yep. Done. So yeah, doesn't change anything. It just except the aesthetic. Yep, I like it. I like it a lot. So you find about eight dollars in his pockets. 
I, I've, I've already handed it to you, so you can keep dragging it. Okay. Cool. But I do take this cross thing. I'm assuming it's it has some significance that recognize. I recognize. So yeah, I, you I take that. Recognize. You're rifling through pockets. You're collecting money. Dude, Celestino they're returns rowdy to the room. shows at Vancouver City. And brings you along into the kitchen, and you see that there's this child in temperance. Mm-hmm. And then you also see there's a man face down on the kitchen floor. And you recognize this man almost right away, because you've probably been in the area looking for someone like this. Um, he's wanted in a town called Redstone that's uh, about a day's ride by train. He's going north on the train. Okay. So yeah, you get dragged into the room. You recognize this man. He's wanted in a town called Redstone. Mm. About a day's ride by train. And uh, you know that he's worth like at least 50 bucks. Like This is some serious cash. Mm. Especially if you melt him down. Yeah. <laughs> and, Turn uh, into ingots. <laughs> Celestino has him just laying on the floor. He's unconscious. Every once in a while he moves a room or something. But he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Well, it seems like you got your man. Usually I'm not hired until before they're in this state. This what, are we riding shotgun? Well, this might be the easiest $50 you ever made, but... Perfect mix. What'd you put in? Apple cider. Cider, yeah. cider and bourbon, man. Yeah, I do, I do that quite often. But it comes with strings attached, you see. Says, it always uh, does. How much have I ever told you about my business, Mr. Blackburn? Nothing. Uh, you can give me a history check to see what you know offhand, though. Think about this time, I'll be uh, walking over. Uh, that's going to be an 18. All right, on an 18, you uh, are familiar enough with Celestino Andres. He's a bit of a like a local legend type character. He used to be a badass gunslinger. Okay. And uh, he's a little bit older now. He's a little paunch in the belly. Uh, you know, he's going bald on top. He's not as much of a great ass kicker anymore. Right. Um, but he still has a lot of connections and knows a whole lot of dangerous people. And rather than retire. He basically became the spy master of the Old West. Okay. And all right. He's got operatives all over all these towns, all these little frontier villages, and he's sort of also a mercenary captain, so they report back to him. When there's money to be made, he deploys operatives there. Mm-hmm. They get paid, and he takes a cut. That's how it usually works with Celestino Andres. And you know that he's good for the money. Okay. So he's a reliable, trustworthy man, but he's going to charge you for what he knows, and he knows a lot. Okay. All right. Um, but he, he gestures and he says, that man that you met, out in the uh, receiving area there. Mr. Williams. Mr. Williams. I want you to take Mr. Williams and Miss Temperance and uh, young Gideon here. And I want you to head to Redstone with this man and I want you to cash him in. But while you're there, I want you to meet up with one of my operatives who's requested some additional assistance and I want you to do whatever it takes to get him whatever he needs. Like I said, I know you're good for the money, sir, but I really do question, and no offense to you, Miss Temperance, I know you can handle yourself, but why am I transporting a woman and a child on a bounty run? <laughs> <laughs> that is the most relevant Jedediah. part. <laughs> Temperance has got, like, a kitchen knife in her hand. She just turns around and, like, gives you a look, like, really? <laughs> Says that, well, it won't be just you. You'll have Mr. Williams and, oh, and Doc, of course, come along. Well, I'm talking to either one of them yet, but they'll, they'll acquiesce. <laughs> I trust you got no. reasons. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I trust you got your reasons and work in the winter being what it is. I'm not one to turn down a payday. Well, and I want you to ensure that no harm comes to this young man. But I assure you, he can look after himself. Alright. And he sort of looks at Gideon when he says that and just like makes full eye contact. Like, I know there's more about you, like... Yeah, fucking like, weirdo. I know, that makes it really weird. I'm like, oh, yeah, I see you. <laughs> Baby, chicken that ass. And I just wow. more towards <laughs> temperance. 
kind of half hiding behind her a little bit at this point. He, uh, he turns to Temperance and he goes, if I've got this down, I know that Doc is walking in right now. He goes to open the door and Doc's not there and he's like, well, shit. Guess I'm off my game. I'm about halfway across the road. Give it. Hand. No. No, I guess we don't have Doc. Now, Mr. Andres, everyone has their off days. Now, speaking of days off, how long will this take? I've got business to do. I know all about your business, Miss Temperance. And I know that you need money, and I know you are not making enough here to support your big ideas. So, this is a, uh, a long-term proposition? Yeah, it could be, if you play it right. Jeff visits himself ladling beans onto a plate. Ladling <laughs> <laughs> beans in his face. Levi. Like the pants. We're like keep, the pants. We're keeping it bit we're keeping it biblical here. <laughs> I like it. Now so she got to this team. There we go, that's better. Yeah, yeah, you know, they got all these books of the Bible. They got Jebediah, you got Gideon, you got Levi, you got Temperance, yep. and Doc. Doc is my favorite book of the Bible. <laughs> He's also my favorite dwarf in Star Wars. <laughs> and that was, that was I took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> a wrong time at Albuquerque. Idiots. Alright, you were saying. Now, Mr. Andreas, a uncertain long-term proposition is an awful big risk. You guys are all in the kitchen, right? Yeah. We're just standing around this guy. I'm not in the kitchen. I'm back at the bar. I'm drinking myself. I'm, <laughs> I'm, like half, I'm halfway, the bar to try to order. I'm halfway through food. a fucking handle. <laughs> Open yeah, mouth he, on all the doors. Like, Go get Doc, will you? <laughs> I, I just swing the door at the kitchen. Doc! I look over, kind of <laughs> like tip my hat. <laughs> Mr. Blackburn? Kitchen. Got right a man that needs your <laughs> medical expertise. Very well. <laughs> and I go back to my beans. <laughs> I'm wearing uh, plate of beans. <laughs> it really is. I'm wearing uh like you know, jeans, boots obviously, um kind of a uh crosshatch pattern, button down shirt, mm-hmm. duster, um, you know, cowboy hat, long hair long long hair, mm-hmm. have a uh a six gun on one hip and holding a Winchester in the other hand, mm. and you see this weird like uh, harness kind of thing over top of my jacket with a like a wood cutting axe strapped to my back. Mm. Nice. You get in, you see this man lying on the floor. You see the characters I mentioned four or five we, times. We might, well, yeah, we might need a description of everybody for Killian. Oh yeah, right okay. Uh, so the real quick... explain would take too long. Sum up. Okay, I'll go. I'll go first. Um, when he's not, when he's wearing it, a hat with a, one of those like pinned things, like a, kind of a, at the. You know what I'm talking about? Sort of trying at one end. end. Yeah. So like a tricorn hat with one side pinned up. Yeah, that that kind of thing. Like a cavalry hat. Uh, just like just like long, a long hair. Hat kind of yeah. Thing. Long hair, very dashing, pinten- intense, like blue, like pale blue eyes, uh, thin. Uh, wears a, wears a, his theme seems to be white. Uh, his coat is very ble is kind of a bleached bone white, and he wears a white shirt. Uh, his he wears a, a bolo tie that depicts a winged serpent, and he carry and he. It's a it's a blend of like sensibilities of like maybe something old of a bygone era like there's plating and over it he wears the coat. Um, he carry, like he, does, he, does, armor. he doesn't yeah he doesn't carry uh, <coughs> any guns. There's a saber. There's uh, there's a few nets about his person once it's revealed. Um, he seems like he's traveled from afar, um, though he speaks as though he is 
native to this region. So I know I know you and you mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Probably, do I know? Have I'm I met, just a kid. Have I met Damien yet? Um, <laughs> you may have seen her in tag along near her once in a while, but not in a, not in when she's in her professional sense. <clears throat> That would be just wrong. It's not that kind of a place. And, this and is I'm not Bangkok. Know, and, and Andreas, is that uh, Give me a history yeah. check. There you go. And I, yeah. I think the easiest way for me to He's describe how Jed looks right beautiful now beautiful man. is just to say, he looks like this, except dressed like Briscoe County Jr. So I um, say hello, just Mr. Blackburn. And nice and yeah. I just say, lady. And, and I, I need uh, to answer your question as well. I haven't gotten that far yet. I um I turn to I'm you. I'm still I'm still at the bar, so let me know when you guys get. To oh, you guys can totally ignore the kid. Yeah. You don't have to interact with kids. <laughs> it's not appropriate to a character. It's totally seen out of and not heard. I actually I go over to you and I'll do like the dad stance where I'm just like, hey pal. Stop <laughs> <laughs> nice. your hair. Through the entire um, interaction, Temperance <laughs> is just like feeding him. Is, like, is Temperance in the room? Temperance yeah. is in the kitchen with everybody else. She's uh she oh. is. Fixing up a plate of food for Gideon. Okay. Well, hold that thought, because I haven't actually answered Killian's question yet. Um, with a 10, you know him. You've probably worked with him in the past. What's his name, and- Andreas? Celestino Andreas. Celestino Andreas. And uh, you've probably worked with him in the past. Um, you know his money's good, and he's a bit of a local legend, but beyond that, you don't really know a hell of a lot about him. Um, you've probably met him face-to-face once or twice. Okay. Um, I greet him, and then I just say... Hey, buddy, and like kind of pat you on the head or shoulder and just say, Doc Blythe. Hi. Uh, Levi will remark out loud at the, like, the, at like three quarters of the way through the whiskey. Not even seeming that drunk, by the way. He's like, You know, I suppose I should have some actual food. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? Where is that last one? As the door swings open, as Doc walks in at that moment, you see Temperance in there having. In conference with a bunch to, of to the men. to the new person, uh, <laughs> Levi takes the drug and just goes like this to you. I like, extend my hand and say, um, uh, "Doc Blood." Levi Williams, pleasure to meet you, sir. Handshake, look in the eye, kind of thing. Yep. And uh, at this time of day, it's kind of hard to miss Temperance because she's wearing like the um, like the Halloween store kind of chansom, like just <laughs> garishly like red and gold, and she's got like the bright red lips and. <laughs> Makeup on and stuff like LED that. LED blinking circles around <laughs> her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and she has a, a set of pins in her hair as well. Mm, Gold nice. pins. For stabbing. For stabbing. <laughs> Alright, so you're all having this conference in the kitchen. Levi's now walked in and. Oh, I'm walking meat. in, okay. Yeah, you're eating your beans, right? You wanted to get some actual food? Well, I uh, kind of uh, cock my eyebrow too and I say, what's, what's going on? What's this all about? Oh, okay. The way I imagine it, like. So is everyone in the kitchen there? <laughs> Everyone's in the kitchen. That seems to be the most popular place to be these days. Indeed. All right, party in the kitchen. <laughs> oh yeah. Having kids uh, in the kitchen. Uh, you walk in the kitchen. You see this conference happening. Celestino makes room in the circle of people for you to stand next to him as you walk in. Sort of like gesturing for you to come and join this conference. And he says, I, I put my plate down and just start handing out plates so yeah. people can start filling their plates. Just. You see, like, the cook comes in from one side, well, stops, you. looks at all of you, turns on his heel and walks back out. <laughs> he has nothing to do with this. <laughs> Miss Temperance, would you put it on my bill, please? You read my mind, Mr. Blackburn. Levi, <laughs> Levi, thanks you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it owes me 
three dollars. Um, of beans. <laughs> three bucks worth of beans. A shitload oh of beans. Clear <laughs> the room. That's what a, the cook left. <laughs> that's, that is a hill of beans. He's <laughs> gonna turn on that scene from Blazing Saddles. Oh <laughs> uh, 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 also, I I I like to think that I I am permitted to have an open tab here because when I sit down, less you know rowdy people try to take advantage of the girls. And your money is good. They yes. don't know that. So. Because yeah. I'll turn their head into a canoe. If food is ready, <laughs> if food is ready, especially if it's me to leave, I will just dig dig right in. And yeah, there's some pork that gets mixed in with the beans and yeah. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, perfect. Jediah, um, not only will I put this on your tab, but I will put on all the time that you've spent with me. <laughs> Much obliged. Says, uh, here are the terms of my arrangement. You can take them or leave them as you will. I offer each of you a tidy sum of one hundred American dollars. One hundred dollars. <laughs> New York City. Maybe 75 for him. He's only three quarters the size of a man. That seems fair. <laughs> I, 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 I raise my eyebrows and say, for what? <laughs> Says, well, this young man, and the guy's like groaning and moving around, and he's like, to the ribs. <laughs> well, he's wanted up in Redstone for, uh, well, he's going to swing. Let's just put it that way. And uh, I know. God, I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, Jedediah, that that is your business, and I intend to indulge in your business. But what I have to offer are a couple of young gentlemen of mine that work out there that are in need of some help. And they tell me that there are a number of bandits out there that have been making their presence a little too known around town. And you know me, I know how to sniff out a deal. And sounds like we can make some uh, good money out there. That's why I offer you this sum. I don't suspect that it's worth more than that to the town's spoken. Well, I'm an honest man. I intend to take my cut of $100 as well. Uh, a bit of riding, a bit of shooting. Seems like a good payday to me. Let's see if I can find one of those shot glasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew. You found one for you. I knew, I knew that. Oh. I, <laughs> I, knew Damn, I good? I'm good. I just, I just want enough to taste it. I don't want to. Uh... I don't want to bring a gallon of this stuff. Yeah. Levi pauses in his eating. Whatever you don't have, I'll have, so whatever you want. Nice. Up. Well, I knew that I wandered into this random bar for some reason. Oh, you silly. You wandered in for good reason. <laughs> I accept your I think I'm going to hand it back to you instead of straight to Ben. <laughs> that would be a horrible I mistake. I, pre- <laughs> I, presu- I presume 100 on top of what <laughs> the bandits might be having. Well, you're welcome to take whatever they have. I don't care what you do with their things. Well, and this is a lovely arrangement. Thank you so much. Mr. Williams, we call that in the business the trail bonus. <laughs> he, he chuckles. I like that term. What was your name, sir? Jedediah Black. A pleasure to meet you. I am Levi. Likewise. Now, I know you may all think I'm crazy for introducing this young man here to your group. I assure you that it has its reasons, but part of this arrangement is that no harm comes to this boy. Sometimes you've displayed extraordinary capabilities. I don't think you're crazy at all, sir. I would say you don't know the half of it, but of everyone in this room, I think you do. He perks a brow. You have an interesting way of talking. Now, I do, and it has served me well. Here is your advance. Train tickets. <laughs> and he jumps train tickets. <laughs> <laughs> the train. your train. Bam! <laughs> Suck it. In your kitchen. <laughs> Six tickets. One was cheaper because of the kid. At this point, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like not even paying attention. I saved five bucks. <laughs> at this point, I'm being a total kid. I'm not paying attention. I'm like poking at the dirt or whatever kids do. Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally acting stupid. Little boy, what is your name? 
Me? It is for that to introduce oneself to your guardians, I suppose. I'm Gideon. <laughs> Levi, pleasure to meet you. He, despite <laughs> you licked your hand. <laughs> Le- Levi doesn't, he doesn't seem perturbed by that. <laughs> we are all like, he's, gross. He's, he, seems, he seems more interested. Like, Well, that's because I was just playing around in the trash. Okay. Right? So it was the clean. Oh, okay. Ah. Just being polite. <laughs> so are you like filthy? I'm kind of, yeah, kind of unkempt. I've been living on the All right. Boy, go find yourself some soap and some hot water. Oh, Miss Temperance, can you get this one cleaned up? I will not ride in his company until he smells better. After a Provided sweet you can make shot. sure no one comes up to my room, Mr. Blackburn, I can get him dressed in his Sunday best. Any more of that whiskey left, Levi? Well, I believe a quarter's left. I'll watch your door. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want? Is it time or nighttime? Right Pass the time. It's evening. evening. Yeah. I suppose it is. Do you keep girls here, Tenants? <laughs> They're all in the basement. Stack like cordwood. <laughs> Shackled oh to the radiator. They're giving figures. Well, I understand that if one gets lucky here, they might find a bit. I'm interested in well, Mr. Williams, you've come to the right place. I know I did. Well, talk to Jedediah in a couple of hours, and I'll see what I can do for you. You keep the girls. Nah, just rent them. <laughs> <laughs> well, very well. We've got you receive party. inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you have multiples of those. Nice. The one's a marshal and one's a sheriff. <laughs> Bad story. Yeah, Le- Levi's <laughs> going to try to get someone to sleep with tonight if possible. Oh, it's easy to do. Cool. Yeah. Very easy. Temperance is already on board. She's got just got to get yeah. Gideon his bath. Before you, um, <laughs> when you go to retrieve one of the girls for Levi. God um, damn it, I want to be beans. <laughs> Tough beans. Oh! <laughs> um, you go to retrieve one of the girls for Levi, thinking, you know, which one you like the best, I guess. Which one is most likely you cut me a deal? Basically, yeah. Um, the uh, the youngest bratty one is nowhere to be found. But uh, you find a selection of several other girls that might pique his interest. Feel free to name whichever your favorite other girl is in this place. Mary. Mary. All right. Yeah. That 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 scene, we will leave to our imaginations. Okay, yeah, we don't need to roleplay out you dicking a made-up NPC. <laughs> We don't need to. No need to. <laughs> it, it'll it'll come into play later. Let's dim the lights. <laughs> I'll just have to leave the room. Um, <laughs> the train departs early in the morning, shortly after sunrise. So before that happens, mm-hmm. so I'm going to ask you for that money back, and I'm going to go to the mercantile and I'm going to get all new clothes for myself. Get Wait, out of $8? my huh? Eight dollars is plenty, and you don't have to give me eight. You may try to trick me into any less. Remember, that's this is that's a lot of money back now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you four. I'll I'll go fifty fifty with you. Okay. And it's and I'm it's nothing fancy. It's yeah. just like regular homespun. Like I'm actually a kid in the West and just no a more dollar of this, worth of no more of this sort of fancy ratty old shit. And just yeah. regular cowboy. Kid. A dollar is plenty. Mark it down. It's you fine. got three bucks left. Uh, so are we? I are think we I ga- need to blend. Are we gathering to go? It's well. It's evening time. The train leaves in the morning. Is there anything you want to do? Oh, okay. Okay. I thought, sorry, I thought it was morning already. 
Not if anybody has anything planned for the evening, but if nobody has anything planned, we'll skip ahead. No, I'm, you know I'm, my plans. I'm good. I, I do want to collect my saddlebags okay, for my horse. I'm assuming the, there's no uh, cattle car on the horse. There's no cattle car, yeah. no. It's All right, then cars. I'm, I'm going to bring my saddlebags because I'm assuming we're, we're getting a horse or renting a horse when we get there. Probably, yeah. Rent a wreck. Rent a wreck. All right, nothing else before the evening falls. Evening hits. <laughs> <laughs> Roll initiative. Roll dead. <laughs> evening it hits it's hard. <laughs> yeah, beans and whiskey will make it. They'll be hit pretty hard. <laughs> the morning will hit even harder. Yeah, they do. All right. What year is it? Uh, we're going to call it 1880. Seems good. Right, it's after the Civil War, but not so far after that there aren't still pockets of Confederate soldiers that think the war is still happening. I made a train. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're so creative. Here's my train. It's cute. Did the shotgun out of the train. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the perfect place for the shotgun. All right. Uh, Celestino got you the good seats. You guys are somewhere in the luxury cabin. So I'm going to put your minis in here. Feel free to adjust them as you see fit to squares you want to be on. I think Not it's appropriate that he would be napping. He would be curled up napping. Probably, yeah. Like a little, like a little, little kid. And this, is, this is early in the morning, right? The train pulls out, like sunrise? Yep. On the way, uh, Levi will at some point say to, uh, to Temperance, That's the one you chose for me, Dad. Fast man. Wow. <laughs> he's, he's, he smiles at you. She was the most amenable to my conditions. He says, cryptically and sexily. <laughs> Cryptica sexily. Yeah. Cryptically? Sextically. Yeah. Sex in a cryptically. <laughs> Sex in a cryptically. Wow. <laughs> you really do serve all kinds of this one. <laughs> Sex in a crypt? That's, yeah. a, that's a pretty good band. That's that, a good band. That is, that is a good, like... <laughs> Horror, horror swing, like uh, or, psych, or, or, or a cocktail, like uh, some LARP. Band. <laughs> yeah, so good. All right, you uh, you get up early in the morning. You collect your saddlebags. Everybody collects whatever is on their character sheets to travel with, and you're off. Uh, the train picks up at ten past seven in the morning. You uh, board the train. Celestino got you the good tickets. You're in the luxury section. Mm-hmm. He called it your advance. You realize that it probably is coming out of your hundred. <laughs> so you go and sit down in the nice seats. The uh, train is quite busy, and in your cabin in particular, you see a number of wealthy-looking people. And uh, I would like everyone to give me a perception check as you're boarding. My first die roll of the campaign. It's always a perception. It's always person's perception. Nice. I got an absolutely not. <laughs> I got an. I got a probably less. Temperance. I got a thirteen. Seventeen. Wow. Okay. I think my total is like four. Okay. Four. Uh, Doc, you see a man who appears to be in his late 30s, early 40s. A little bit of the weathering on his face. Uh, He's dressed well. And he appears to be, like, maybe a little bit panicky. Sort of doing the look over the shoulder thing as he's walking around, like he's being followed. And he boards the train with you and and sits in one of the luxury seats as well. And he's sitting there with, like, a leather briefcase, and it's on his lap. And he's like just sort of drumming on it with his fingers as he's watching out the window, that sort of thing. Uh, nobody else takes notice of this man. He looks just like everybody else in the cabin. But Doc, for whatever reason, he just catches your eye. Appears to just be maybe in a little bit of a panic or a hurry, waiting for the train to actually leave the station. I'll just uh, kind of keep an eye on him. Yeah. Uh, 
he hasn't done anything that would like warrant me saying anything or doing anything. Yeah, like and unlike those of you who are uh, militant in nature, he is not wearing a gun of any sort or anything like that. He's just carrying his briefcase. He's uh, wearing sort of a light springtime coat, uh, like a thin wool. He comes down to like a peacoat kind of shape. Um, and just like clean black pants. Alright, I will uh, I'll go back to kicking up my boots. I'm reading um, Society in Solitude by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And, uh, <laughs> just kind of like one eye on the book, one eye on the guy, just because, you know. Something about it is definitely wrong. Keep track of my surroundings. Yeah. Uh, the train takes off and leaves the station. He said, well, he said, it's been a day's ride. Mm-hmm. And so you were on the train for several hours. Um, it does have, like, a, a privy somewhere in the back. You actually have to go through the poor section to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you are one of the folks renting rooms, sleeping car, uh, there's actually a bathroom over there as well. But you're riding along for a good long time. And uh, at one point, all of you, sort of watching out of the windows, are watching, and you see there's a couple of men up on horseback that are up on a hill as the train's coming around a corner. Is that going to be a job? I don't know that's what you're talking about. quite a sex about. move. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They charge that's extra a, for that's that. That's a bite. Like, it's, have, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's apt. Let's just call it that. <laughs> yeah, because I've had the regular bullet bourbon before, which is much smoother than this. Yeah, that's why I don't like to do it. Alright. At this point, you have a number of men who stand up in your luxury car. Oh, yeah. I, I, I bought bullet before. I didn't know that until I just looked at it. It said Frontier Whiskey. Frontier Whiskey, yeah. yeah. Oh, very nice. <laughs> How about some cowboys and Indians? Yeah. Wow, they're huge! <laughs> <laughs> they're Goliath <laughs> cowboys. They're ginormous. <laughs> Which one of these are you? I'm Jimmy Baker. Oh shit. They're like Storm from the X-Men cartoon. Of note, and I'm sure you remember this, I could not be surprised. So you're not surprised when this happens? No, not at all. Um, oh, we need a mini, actually this guy's your mini. The Chaos Warrior is your captain. Yes. Captain? This is your captain speaking. Oh, captain. Yeah, uh, the guy from the kitchen, yeah. yeah. The kitchen rug. So yeah, these three guys, none of them are the guy you've got your eye on, uh, pull like masks up over their face and draw guns and say, This is a robbery! 